You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It is Tuesday, August the 3rd of 2021. My name is Lucas Smith. The host of the show, thanks for tuning in today and every day you tune in. Happy Tuesday, everybody, and happy game day as the St. Louis Cardinals are back in action tonight against the Atlanta Braves as the Braves are in town for a three-game set against the St. Louis Cardinals as the Cardinals look to build off of their series win against the Minnesota Twins over the weekend. They had an off day to rest. The bullpen should be nice and ready to go. With the first two and really all three starters you have this week, uh, at least for this series, the bullpen might need to be rested and ready to go. Today's title sponsor is Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliable low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Got three lefties heading towards the mound for St. Louis today uh, for this week. You also have a couple lefties on the mound for the first two days against for the Atlanta Braves. On today's show, we're going to look into these into this series. Max Fried, John Lester tonight, J.A. Happ, Drew Smiley tomorrow night so we get to see the two big names acquisitions, <laughs> big names, the two acquisitions for the St. Louis Cardinals in action today as the Braves come in at 52 and 54, Cardinals at 53 and 52, and the Cardinals are now double digits back in the National League Central with a Brewers win last night. The Milwaukee Brewers now increase their division lead to 10 games over the St. Louis Cardinals, 7.5 over the Cincinnati Reds. And the Cardinals sit still just six and a half out of a wild card spot as the Brewers and Pirates have a series this week and the Reds and Twins have a series this week. So the NL Central will look to win a lot of games this week. At least the the, the top three will look to win a lot of games this week. So we'll talk about the schedule. Um, we, we, I'm sorry, we, we have talked about the schedule a lot, so we won't hit on that too much more. But let's go ahead and get right into it with, with the action going on tonight. John Lester going up against uh, Max Freed. Max Freed, a high school buddy of, um, of of Jack Flaherty, beg your pardon, and Max Freed having an okay year. We'll start with we'll start with John Lester. We'll get to Max Freed in just a moment. Start with John Lester. John Lester not having a good year. Went through his numbers a little bit yesterday. Three and five, five oh two ERA, sixteen starts, seventy five and a third innings. Um, but he's had a very fine career. Career ERA of three sixty four, won one hundred ninety six games. Very solid career for John Lester. He's not going to blow you out of the water. Katie Wu had an article in The Athletic yesterday saying that the only starter right now with an average fastball of above 90 miles an hour is J.A. Happ. So J.A. Happ, yes, 37-year-old, 38-year-old, beg your pardon, J.A. Happ is the fireballer in this rotation. I'll let that sit in for just a moment. So, um, But John Lester has had his fair share of decent starts this year. He's had a couple of blow-up starts that has ballooned his ERA. Those blow-up starts include six earned and four innings against the Baltimore Orioles, five earned and five and a third against the Chicago Cubs, seven earned and two and a third against the Miami Marlins, five earned and five innings against the Tampa Bay Rays. He's also mixed in some pretty solid starts. Two starts ago, seven innings of shutout baseball against the Miami Marlins. Against the Mets on the 19th of June, six innings, two runs against, well, the Mets, like I just said. Against these Atlanta Braves. Five and two-thirds on the second, going five hits, giving up one earned run, two walks, striking out three. Box score, at least there, tells you that he did a decent job against these Braves. He's also mixed in a six-inning, one earned run against the Phillies back on May 12th. He had a very good start to his year. Uh, Up until that blow-up start against Chicago on the May 17th, the only 
allowed four earned runs in his first four starts. So he had a good start, so he's had good stretches. You wonder now if the changing of teams, the, the scene change, uh, is, is good for John Lester. John, that's the best-case scenario is these these uh, scene changes for these guys end up boating pretty well for, for these players. But let's go ahead and take a look at, at his pitch mix. Fastball, cutter, changeup, sinker. He'll mix in a curveball every once in a while. Big fastball, cutter guy. Fastball, 30%. Cutter, 30% of the time. And they do not yield very good results. Both of them getting clipped above the 300 range. 323 against the cutter. 383 against the fastball. Slugging percentage above 600 for both of them. Cutter used to be his bread and butter pitch. I've got John Lester in MLB The Show. His cutter's pretty good, <laughs> but not in real-life MLB. Uh, his secondary pitches aren't bad. He's got a good changeup. Changeup gets it just 175. His liking percentage against that changeup is 228. And his curveball, which again, he only throws the curveball 8% of the time, but people only hit 190 against it and slugging 286. That could just be because he doesn't throw it very often, but nevertheless, John Lester seems to at least still have a good feel for his breaking ball and his curveballs. So I'd be looking for him to get ahead with a fastball and cutter so he doesn't have to... Because so, if he falls behind, falls behind 2-1, 3-1, then you're looking at, you know, oh, he's got to come in with a cutter, got to come in with a fastball, and the f- fastball and cutter get hit a ton. His cutters yielded seven home runs this year, seven of the 14 home runs coming against that cutter. He has not given up a home run this year on a changeup or a curveball. <clears throat> Excuse me. So look for John Lester tonight to get ahead because the secondary pitches have yielded good results based on the stat cast um, and, and, good, and good vertical break as well um, on, on, on these pitches, especially on, on the, um, the changeup as well. So look for Lester to get ahead, attack, and that, that's really the MO for any of these guys. And for, for anybody who you want John Lester to not walk anybody, he's got an 8.5% walk rate, which isn't ideal. Um, but, but also, you, you look at his ERA, it's 502. It's expected ERA, 490. <laughs> so I mean, it's not nothing out of you know, not like oh he, he's having horrible luck and everything, but something to keep in mind. And for, for John Lester, in my opinion, you're really looking for five solid innings. You're looking for five innings out of John Lester, and that's really, in my opinion, all you can hope for from a guy like John Lester. Because again, you look at the game logs, his the la- he's gone more than five innings one time in his last six starts. He went six innings on the 19th, seven innings on the 19th of, of June and July. So th- the 19th seems to be a good number for <laughs> Lester to start on. Maybe he can get a start on August 19th. Who knows? Nevertheless, he's only gone above five innings one other, those two times in his last eight starts. So you can only expect five innings from Lester. That's all the Cardinals need. Another name drop of Katie Wu. She mentioned in a radio interview yesterday on 101 ESPN that what when you could, if you're only going to get five innings, would you rather get five innings from minor leaguers that need to be in the minor leagues or major league guys that are just kind of finishing out their career? So a, a slight positive from this move, I think John Lester is the move that most of you are happy with. I'll share those results um, that were on the Instagram story on Twitter a little bit later on in the show. Yeah, but let's go and get into Max Fried now. He's a 27-year-old lefty, has some experience against the um, against the St. Louis Cardinals. In, back in 2019 in the postseason, um, he pitched uh, out of the bullpen exclusively in that series in four innings. Did give up four runs, but all four of those runs came in Game 5 uh, when the Cardinals scored 10 runs in that first inning. Before that, he had a scoreless outing on the third, scoreless outing on the fourth, scoreless outing on the sixth. Uh, striking out four guys in those first two inning, first two, first three appearances, excuse me. Um, so, so Max Fried does have some experience against the Cardinals, 
But we're not looking at the postseason. We're looking at regular season, and we're looking at right now because that's what he's at right now. He's got a decent, decent record, 7-7 seven seven with a 4-3-2 ERA, 17 starts, 91 in the third innings. So you can see the disparity even in innings pitched because Lester had 16 starts, 75 innings, and in just one more start, Freed has almost 15 and a half more innings at 91 two-thirds of an inning. So let's take a look at, at the game logs for Freed. The Braves are sitting under 500, so you wouldn't expect anything too great, and you're not getting anything too great. He's coming off a nice start against the Mets, seven innings, two earned. Before that, had a bad start against the Phillies, five innings, four earned. Uh, for the month of July, he had a 4.66 ERA. A lot of that due to, to the blow-up start at the so his first start of the month when they gave up six earned against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, but Max Free definitely has some lights-out stuff. Um, he obviously coming from the same high school that Flaherty and Giolito came from. He, he's got some got some good background to him. Is when you look at his percentile rankings on Baseball Savant, he's got really good curve curves curve spin, really um, really good at keeping the exit velocity down. So basically, good at inducing weak contact. Uh, had a very good year last year, 2020 shortened season, 2.25 ERA. He had a 2.81 expected ERA, which is in the top 9% of the league. Um, opponents just had an expected slugging percentage of 284, which was in the top 6%. So he's had really good years in the past, just hasn't really been able to put it all together this year. And when you look at what is getting hit, it's again his fastball. People hitting 338 against his fastball this season, 510 slugging. And the difference between last this year and last year, his forcing fastball is getting hit at a 198 clip, and people were slugging 309 against it. So again, they weren't hitting it for extra bases last year like they are this year, but nevertheless, they're still hitting it a ton. Everything else is an ex- a batting average below 256 and a slugging percentage below 400 other than the slider, which is at 405. So for John Lester, is looking to get ahead and then use the other breaking stuff as well. For Max Fried, it's pretty much the same thing. Don't throw any hittable fastballs. And the Cardinals have seemed to be getting better with their approach at hitting hittable fastballs, and uh, especially Bader. He hasn't let too many pitches go recently. Uh, but but Max Fried could be a kind of starter that kind of stymies the Cardinal offense. The Cardinals have seen a lot of that this year. Uh, but nevertheless, Max Fried, John Lester tonight, 7:15 Central is your first pitch um, on Valley Sportsman West uh, or KMOX, whatever you want to look at. Uh, before I take a break, let's take a look at some experience against Max Fried. There's not a lot of it in the regular season. Nolan Arnado is three out of ten with a home run. Nobody else has more than three at bats. Bader one for two. Um, the Edmonds one for three. Molina's one for two. Uh, but so Arnado is the only one with a home run, and Paul Goldschmidt is 0 for 3 with an RBI possibly coming on a sacrifice fly. Uh, so look for the Cardinals to improve those numbers, but it could be a long night if Freed is on and Lester is off. Hopefully Lester can turn around in the start. So that is game number one. J.A. Happ gets game number two tomorrow. Looking forward to I'm looking forward to seeing both these guys in Cardinal uniforms because nobody looks bad in a Cardinal uniform, in my opinion. So I'll break down game two as well as game three and talk about your guys' responses after we've had a weekend to digest the trades. You guys share some responses on social media. I'll share those. So all that and more coming up here in just a moment. You're used to having a lot of choices when it comes to what you eat, but it matters more where your food comes from. Get your nutrition from nature. The Wild Alaskan Company sources wild-caught seafood from Alaska and the Pacific Northwest. Do you love to order fish when you go out to eat but never make it for yourself at home? Cooking restaurant-quality dishes at home starts with high-quality seafood and simple techniques from Wild Alaskan Seafood. They deliver a high-quality, sustainably-sourced, wild-caught seafood right to your door. Choose from salmon, whitefish, or a combination, and every month there are different specials to explore. Wild Alaskan Seafood 
is how it, nature intended it to be. Always wild, never farmed or modified, and contains no antibiotics. You can adjust, pause, or cancel your membership at any time. And they offer 100% satisfaction, guaranteed, or your money back. Get your nutrition from nature with a wild Alaskan company. And right now, you can get $15 off your first box of premium seafood when you visit wildalaskancompany.com MLB. That's wildalaskancompany.com slash MLB for $15 off your first box. Wildalaskancompany.com slash MLB to let them know that we sent you and get your $15 off of your first box. Game two of the three-game set against the Atlanta Braves comes up tonight with Drew Smiley taking the mound against J.A. Happ. When you look at Drew Smiley's record, Got to be impressed, 7-3. and three. And then you look at the ERA at 4.40. Then you start looking into why is that ERA a little bit higher than it should be. Expected ERA of 4.84. So getting a tad unlucky, according to Baseball Savant. K-rate is down. Last year's K-rate was 37.8%. This year it is down to 20.9%. He's got just a three-pitch mix. Fastball, curveball, cutter. He missed all of 2017 and 18, so this is only his third year back. He ditched a changeup in 2020, throws a cutter 10% of the time, curveball 40, fastball 49.6, and that curveball is a good one. 224 batting average against it, the expected batting average just a buck 95, slugging 401 against it. It's a whiff percentage of 39.5%, got a good curveball for Smiley, and the, uh, the vertical drop will tell you all you need to know at negative... 8.6% um, of inches, or uh, I'm sorry, 44.6 inches of drop, which is down just a pit, just a touch from the league average, but um, still very, very solid curveball. I mean, the results speak for themselves there. But other than that, not, not a lot of pitches get hit. Um, I'm sorry, the curveball does not get hit a lot. The cutter gets hit 257, uh, but the fastball, just like Freed, the fastball gets hit a ton. 298 is the average against the fastball and the slugging average of 520 against it with just 30, 13% of the time, excuse me, on that heater for Smiley. So look for the Cardinals to pound the fastball. These, these first two games are going to be big fastball heavy guys, not fastball heavy in terms of percentages, but fastball heavy in terms of they're going to be hittable heaters. And when they're hittable heaters, you got to take advantage of it, especially when the breaking pitches for both of these guys are so good and produce such bad results for hitters. You've got to take advantage of the hittable ones when they come. And when you look at his zone of where he throws his four-seam fastball, a lot of it is down and away to right-handed batters. A lot of it's down and away. Curveball is just down in the zone. Cutter kind of spots it down all over the place, likes to throw it down and in to righties. But again, similar to Max Freed, um, Drew Smiley had a good season last year. Like, like I mentioned, his K rate was at 37.5%. His ERA was 3.42, so his ERA has jumped up a full point. Um, his expected slugging has gone up from last year to this year. His barrel percentage has gone down, which is good to see. But other than that, all the numbers have jumped up. Sweet spot's up. Expected batting average is up. So Drew Smiley, just like Max Freed, Max Freed struggling to find it here in 2021. But enough about Drew Smiley. Uh, all you guys want to hear about right now is J.A. Happ. We talked about him a little bit on yesterday's show. He is not having a good year. His last seven starts is worse than his season numbers. Um, for the season, he's 5-6 and six with a 6.77 ERA, so not great. In 98 and a third innings pitched, whip 1.59. In his last seven starts, he's got a 7-7. and or two and three record, excuse me, an ERA of 7.82, 38 innings pitched, and a whip of 1.82. His last 15 starts, he's got an ERA north of eight. So J. Happ does not have it. He's had good times, good times in his career, but he has not had 
a scoreless outing. He has to go all the way back to April the 23rd when he went 7 and a third scoreless against the Pittsburgh Pirates. And in my opinion, he has not had a good outing um, when you go since you go back to June 27th, the entire month of July, he had full of bad starts. He had one quality start technically when you look at the, I don't like this the stat quality start when he went 7 innings, 3 earned. That might have been a, a decent start, but outside of that, he had 4 and a third, 5 earned. Seven innings, seven earned. Well, that was against the Tigers. Six innings, four earned against the Angels. And three innings, nine earned against the Tigers. He pitched against the Tigers three times in the month of July and struggled on all three, really struggled in the in the final two. So note to self, when the Cardinals do play the Tigers l- later on this season, do not throw J.A. Happ if at all possible. Like I said, J.A. Happ has had some good seasons, has not had a good season this year. Weighted on base percentage was the expected on base, uh, bottom 3% of the league. Expected slugging, bottom 4% of the league. Batting average, bottom 8% expected batting average, bottom 8%. People hit the sweet spot against him 36.5% of the time. They barrel up the ball 12% of the time. That's the bottom 6 of the league. His ERA might be a, a touch high at 677. His expected ERA is 5.82. But when you're giving up hard hit percentages of 42.5%, it's hard to feel like you're getting too unlucky. Four-pitch mix, fastball, slider, sinker, changeup, curveball, none of them yielding very good results other than that curveball. People hit just 143 against the curveball, but that's only because they're one out of seven against that curveball. He only is throwing the curveball 24% of the time, so they're one for seven against it. You would imagine that uh, well, that one for seven is a home run. So the slugging is 571. It's gotten four strikeouts on that curveball. So maybe you should say, hey, you should throw the curveball a little bit more often. Uh, but but nevertheless, not he only th- he threw he's thrown it 24 times this year, nine times la- last year. So he is getting some improvement <laughs> on the curveball. But I mean, like I said, that 24 times is good for 1.4 percent of his pitches. He throws his fastball mostly 55 and a half percent, and again that sits at around 90 miles an hour. Um, 90 and a half miles per hour, I guess I should say, is the, the average speed on that one. Um, 91 and a half, I can't read, I beg your pardon. Um, but nevertheless, the, the fastball gets hit. 305, slugging at 580. He's given up 13 home runs on that four-seam fastball. He's given up 21 home runs total. 13 on the fastball, 5 on the slider, 2 on the changeup, and 1, like I mentioned, on that curveball that, other than that home run, has yielded decent results in the 24 times that he has thrown it this season. J.A. Happ is one that, that I have little to no hope for when, when you're looking at um, well, what can you expect from these two starters. I, I have a lot more hope in John Lester than I do in J.A. Happ. And I also have a lot more hope in Wednesday starter for the St. Louis Cardinals, another lefty, shocker, uh, and that would be Wade LeBlanc going on Wednesday. He's going up against Toki Tuasant. Um, apologies if I'm pronouncing that wrong. He's a right-hander. So we'll only see one right-handed starter the entire series, but... Um, I'll get my I'll get my series prediction in at, at the end whenever I'm done talking about LeBlanc and Tuasanth a little bit. But J.A. Happ, I'll let you guys know right now, I have little to no confidence in him getting any results. And again, th- this not only goes for, for me talking about J.A. Happ's start t- tomorrow night, this also goes for my opinions and thoughts on the whole trade as a whole. I would love nothing more than to eat my words and have J.A. Happ and John Lester go out there and pitch remarkably well, kind of save the season, get the Cardinals back on track, and provide quality innings until Flaherty and Michael, let's get back. I would love nothing more than to eat my words. I don't think it's going to happen. 
I, especially with Hap. I have more confidence in Lester than I do with Hap. I, I just Hap hasn't shown anything this year to, to be to have anything confident about. Even if he has one good start, let's say he has a good start where he goes six, seven innings, gives up maybe just three or four earned runs, and you say, okay, maybe 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 they can you know get by with this. But you look back, even in that seven innings pitch, he gave up eight hits and opponents hit two ninety one against him. You go back to the six innings, or you can, so he's, he's I'm sorry, he's given up over six hits in each of his last. Six starts, so it's not even that that he's he's getting outs, quality outs. He's given up hits. People are hitting him. People are hitting three oh six against him this season. That, that's that's just not a good number. He's only got thirty one walks in ninety eight and thirty innings pitch. So he's going to throw strikes. Not going to be sitting around waiting for a walk. Uh, although he did walk four in his last outing, so that bodes well for St. Louis. But J. A. Hab, I, I just have little to no confidence. He has not shown very much in him this year to 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 expect good results from from J. A. Hab. So. First two starts, I am intrigued to watch simply because you're going to see the, the the two new Cardinals come in and maybe show you maybe show you something that they're not expecting. Maybe just maybe they impress you, but nevertheless, uh, we'll, we'll we'll see where that that comes. And I so I'll say it for not the final time, but one last time in the segment, I have a lot more confidence in John Lester than I do in J. A. Happ. So that'll do it for segment number two. Segment three, breaking down the final game of this series. Toki Tuasant versus Wade LeBlanc, as well as sharing your responses on Twitter and Instagram after a weekend to digest the trade and how they, uh, how you guys are feeling about the trade after a weekend to, to, to digest and think about it. So that coming up here in just a moment. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, but also Olympic, golf, UFC, MMA action, and NFL starts this month as well. So before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by entering the promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. Today's title sponsor is RockAuto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. But you know who does? rockauto.com and you have access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket to choose any brand that you would like for a low price. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. It's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. rockauto.com prices are reliably low for every customer and they have everything you can need whether it's a brake part, tail lamps, motor oil, or even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Game 3 sees another 7.15 Central start on Thursday with the Braves and Cardinals, you can also watch it on ESPN uh, for Out of Market as the Braves and Cardinals finish up the three-game set. Wade LeBlanc coming off a very solid start. Did not factor in the decision, but coming off a very solid start against the Minnesota Twins when he went five and two-thirds of an inning. He gave up an earned run, uh, which did strike out three, gave up um, three two walks as well. 
But just the one earned run for Way the Blanc last Friday. He goes again this Thursday. Looking to continue the, the stretching the stretch of good starts. Because for the month of July, he had an ERA of 3.09 overall. And as a Cardinal, he's got an ERA of 3.15. Um, so things that you, you'd be happy to, to see from, from a Cardinal standpoint. And with, with a few exceptions, has done a very good job of not walking batters. Which is something that he was brought in to do. Which is something that J.A. Happ and John Lester are also being brought in to do. So, again... That, that's what you're looking for from all these guys. They might only go five innings, but you're looking for quality starts. And, or not even quality starts. You're looking for, for five solid innings. Solid innings, that's all, that's all you can ask for. Uh, when you look away the block, I'm not going to get too deep into his pitch repertoire because we all know it by this point. But his sinker and cutter both get hit a ton, while his changeup, fastball, curveball do not get hit almost at all. So look for... Like always, you got to get ahead for LeBlanc with the cutter or sinker. Hopefully they're taking a couple pitches and then put them away with off-speed, change-up curveball, and then mix in a fastball in there as well. We're going to go in and maneuver out to, to Toki Tuasant just because we don't know him very well. Only got three starts on the year. 17 innings uh, under his belt. Four, nine earned in those in those 17 innings, so 4.76 ERA. And... All three of those are starts, so he's not like a bullpen guy. His first start against the Padres, six and two-thirds of an inning, one earned run. And then against the Phillies, seven innings, one earned run. And then the ERA is bloated because of a bad start against Milwaukee. Uh, going into that start, his ERA was 1-3-2. It now rests at 4-7-6 after he gave up seven earned in three and a third innings against the Brew Crew. Uh, gave up uh, two home runs in that start, walked two, did strike out five. Struck out ten in the start before that against the Philadelphia Phillies. So when you look at his... Um, percentile rankings uh, for for his pitch mix, you're going to see the sinker spike up. He did the sinker just 5% of the time in 2020, and he has thrown it 58% of the time here in 2021, yielding great results. 222 against it, batters hitting just 8 for 36 uh, with a single, two doubles, and a home run. Does have four strikeout on it. It's his curveball that really gave uh, people fits in his two starts prior to the last Milwaukee start. 167 against that sucker struck out nine times in 14 or 12 at bats. I guess I should say 12 plate appearances. Gave up a home run on it. It's the split finger that that got hit a lot against Milwaukee. But again, it's really hard to look at percentiles when you've only got um, three starts to look at. But he does have this is a 25 season. He has pitched in seasons prior, and the results have not been good. 403 ERA. Um, in 2018, uh, very similar playing time all three of these years. 2019, 562. Last year, 888. So, not very solid results for uh, Tuasant in his career. He, in 29 innings and in 18, 41 and a third innings in 19, and 24 and a third. Last year, whip was above one. Uh, above 1-6 last two years, 1-3-4 the, the first year, and opponents hitting above 270 in the last two years, 182 in that first year. So he has shown some promise, absolutely. And knowing the Cardinals, he's going to show promise against them and dominate them just because that's how, that's, how, that's how it goes, <laughs> apparently, against the St. Louis Cardinals. He was around one. He was, he was the 60th overall pick in the 2014 draft by the Arizona Diamondbacks. So got some, at least was a uh, Picked high because of the, the high upside we saw in him, or the Diamondbacks on him, and has shown flashes of it. Uh, and I, I expect the Cardinals to win this game. 
Uh, I think that the Cardinals will take two out of three, and I don't have confidence in the in Hap. I have some amount of confidence in Lester, and I have confidence in Wade the Block to at least give you a, a chance to win. So I expect, not expect, my prediction is that the Cardinals win two out of three. I think they win tonight with Lester on the bump, and if I had to pick the game that they lost, I'm picking the J.A. Hap start, and um, they're winning the Wade the Block start. We'll see how it goes, because Wade the Block's opponent is very could be very good, but we'll have to wait and see. I do think the Cardinals take two out of three. Let me know what you guys think on Twitter at LJ Fastball. Uh, show's Twitter, Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. Speaking of the show's Twitter and Instagram, before I get you out of here, let's share some of your, your thoughts on the Hap and Lester deals now that we've had a weekend to digest them. Let's start on Twitter. Um, Tyler Schoonover at the Schoonie says, useless moves, don't care for John Gamp, mostly because of his walk rate, but he's got to be better than Hap. I'm okay with the Lester deal, but both these two have terrible ERAs and are just temporary replacement arms that can go out and give us five to six runs a night. Shrug emoji. I definitely get the frustration, Tyler. I think that, like I said, that that might be what happens, giving up four or five, six runs a night. Best case scenario, they get you through five, maybe six innings a night. And like like, like, like I said, would you rather them give up five to six runs a night or Johan Oviedo and Jake Woodford give up five to six runs a night? You know, you can say what you will about Woodford. I really do think that Oviedo has a spot in the starting rotation somewhere in the future, and I think that he does need the time at the major league level. At JD Sports Radio says, I don't mind the trades. It's, it's clear if a veteran, parentheses the block, can come in and throw strikes with this team in defense, it gives them a chance to win. It's a really good attitude to have, JD. I think that that's a good good mindset and a good good point that the veterans are going to throw strikes. This team defense has been very good and do some soft contact and get some outs. So that's, that's a good good point. Uh, Philip Sargent 05 says, I'm in favor. Oviedo and Woodford aren't MLB caliber starters quite yet, and Hap Lester can eat innings until they show some improved control at AAA. I'm assuming they references uh, Oviedo and Woodford. Not flashing moves, but Flaherty and Michaelis should be back soon to make the playoff push easier. Gant and Thomas were expendable. I agree. I think Lane Thomas needed a... a um, Needed a, a scene change. Wasn't going to fit in this major league outfield. And, and Gantt just what wasn't cutting it, walking too many guys. Not getting lucky, you want to say, but walking too many guys uh, to, to be at a major league level bullpen. So now we go to the Instagram story. Uh, both these at LO underscore Cardinals. Um, and uh, this was posted on the story. Jack Brooms 117 says, I like it. They aren't great, but we need depth. Also, we can move to the pen where Michaelis Flaherty return. I think... The more likely option is that LeBlanc moves to the pen, and then you DFA, probably the one that's pitching worse, either Flaherty or Hap. But yes, definitely an option, Jack. Owen Dreyer says, very underwhelming, but I'm not too disappointed with what we gave up. Absolutely, Owen. I think that, yes, it's disappointing, but you didn't give up much, so it's not not the end of the world. Um, at Out of the Lens photo, uh, says, I like it. It's a way to get Oviedo and Woodford developed minors without giving up much. Again, agree that those guys needed time in the minors to develop. Shane Dunk 20 says, I feel like Mo traded for them just to say he did something, not because it will help us. Definitely a thought process to have there. You know, a, a move is a move, I guess one could say, but nevertheless, you would have liked it to be a splashier move or a better move, but definitely just a move possibly to make a move. Matthew Hunter 1128 says, I like the trades, but I will like them even more if they pitch well on Tuesday and Wednesday. A great one to end with, Matthew. Absolutely agree. If they pitch well, then you, we, we tend to like the players that, that play better. We tend to appreciate them a little bit more. So we'll see how they pitch tonight and tomorrow. Before I let you go, make sure you listen to Locked on Bets because betting on baseball does not have to be a guessing game if you listen to it. Hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow Locked on Bets podcast wherever you bet, wherever you get podcasts brought to you by betonline.ag. Follow this podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Follow me on Twitter at LJFastball. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram 
at LO underscore Cardinals. Email the show anytime, lockedoncards.gmail.com. Tell your friends about me, and be sure to subscribe and drop a rating on iTunes if possible. And until I talk to you guys tomorrow about tonight's game, and we'll see how John Lester does. We'll talk to you tomorrow. But until then, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic day.